Colleagues, welcome back to the office and to our presentation and podcast for today. This is Hands-On with Accounting Suite Part 1. My name is Steve Yass. I'll be your instructor and presenter and guide today as we take a look at the incredible features and functionality of Accounting Suite. Now, Accounting Suite is a topic that we covered uh, in a previous episode, speaking with Randy Johnston and um, Kurt from the Accounting Suite team, looking at how Accounting Suite can fit into an organization's uh, technology stack. And it's so much more than just an accounting system, so much as so that we've actually coined a new term, a prop solution. And we really kind of explained and discussed what a prop solution could mean to your organization. Uh, prop would be a process, resource, op operations, and planning solution, uh, much more than what you can do with just a simple accounting general ledger package. Well, and today we are going to continue our discussion of what Accounting Suite can do and offer for your organization, exploring specifically the traditional aspects of the solution um, to fulfill the base accounting requirements of the organization. So specifically uh, looking at general ledger capabilities, accounts receivable capabilities, accounts payable, and reporting. Uh, these four main capabilities are really the basis of most accounting operations inside of an organization. I need to collect information. I need to process information. I need to uh, create uh, journal entries. I need to collect money from people and I need to pay people. And between these four things, that's substantially what an accounting system does. An accounting suite not only does these, but it does them very, very well. We're going to do a second episode of this particular series where we explore the prop side of this, uh, the resource planning, the operations. Um, we're going to discuss, for example, how this application could be effective for uh, a lot of things beyond the actual general ledger and trial balance. But today, let's go ahead and discuss just what those tools and capabilities can be. Now, before we get started, I do want to remind you, if you're a financial professional, you can get credits for watching or listening to today's podcast. Very simple. Head on over to cpetoday.com. Today's course code is going to be ASH1. Again, today's course code is ASH1. And with that course code, you can find our course today. You'll complete a five-question evaluation and earn a credit for today's class. So whether you're watching uh, live with us today or you're uh, watching after the fact or listening on wherever you happen to get your media, uh, you can earn your credits. And in fact, if you are a new listener to the CPE Today podcast, thank you so much for joining us. How about you get a free credit on us? You can use coupon code one free podcast to check out to get today's course or any other class of your choosing 100% for free as our gift to you to try out our solution. Alrighty, folks, without further ado, let's go ahead and start to dive in and explore how and where Accounting Suite can be used to solve your accounting requirements for your organization. Now, Accounting Suite, again, full solution. It's got a lot of features and capabilities built right into the platform. Uh, and uh, a couple of characteristics for you who maybe have not been exposed to what Accounting Suite is just to kind of get you the frame of reference of both what you should be expecting as well as what a prop accounting suite package can offer you. Okay, and we'll again, we'll explore the prop specific features, the process, the resource, operation and planning aspects of this uh, in a future broadcast. So 
Accounting Suite, 100% cloud-based, no software for you to install and use. Head on over to accountingsuite.com. You sign up for an account. And when you actually log in and you utilize this on a day-to-day basis, the only tool that you need to have installed on your computer would be an internet browser. And any internet, modern internet browser would work just fine. My personal recommendation would be to use a Chromium-based internet browser. So either Google Chrome or Microsoft Edge. Uh, but either should work, including other browsers as well. However, in today's day and age, I will tell you that 99% of uh, websites are optimized for uh, Chromium-based browsers. You're always better off using what most folks are using. Now, because it's cloud-based, it's going to give you anytime, anywhere, any device access. So you can go ahead and be able to access your books and records wherever you happen to have internet access. So you could be on the beaches of Hawaii or in the streets of Paris or at your desk and more, and you could be able to operate and get access to your books and records. Now, Accounting Suite offers integration to a variety of additional services as well, okay, including, I would say, Gusto, which is a pretty cool payroll uh, service provider, but it also has other integrations as well. It offers cloud banking through uh, most online uh, solutions for banks, so you can connect to Wells Fargo, Bank of America, your credit union, and more. And they do that through a secure third-party servicer that just focuses on providing high-quality connections to bank. And inside of it, you've got all your accounting and reporting uh, functionality that would be required. You can uh, run your balance sheet, your income statement, produce a trial balance, and more. Uh, You can use this solution to produce all of your AR side. So invoices, purchase uh, orders, uh, you can do... uh, Uh, All the different required reporting for AR aging or inventory reports and more. And in fact, inventory is one of the best features of Accounting Suite uh, that we'll explore in our next episode. It could do a lot around inventory that is not common uh, when you look at other uh, cloud-based accounting solutions. Most other cloud-based solutions really uh, stumble when it comes to inventory, but that is one of the best features of this platform. Uh, You can even do e-commerce, which is pretty nifty as well. They have a number of connectors to a variety of e-commerce tools, and there's a bunch of features specific in the application that allow you to use that as well. And also one of the big reasons why it is a prop solution, again, process and resource operations planning, uh, is because it's got great project management and timekeeping and time um, tracking inside of the application that you can use for your team. Now, you've heard me say this word a couple of times now, prop, okay? And really, uh, what I mean by this is that accounting software is not just accounting anymore. It's not just AR and AP and doing journal entries and and writing stuff uh, to the general ledger and producing compliance-based reports. It's a lot more than that. And frankly, it's needed because software is one of those things, as I like to think of, it's time-traveling software uh, in the sense that we all have 24 hours a day, but if there's a way that we can get 25, 26, 30 hours of productivity uh, in a standard day, all the better. And realistically, it's, we're not working 24 hours a day. We're working you know, eight at best. And sometimes out of that eight, it's not even really a, uh, an effective eight hours. 
So if we can have solutions that can allow us to time travel, that can allow us to get, you know, a full day of productivity or even more than that, well, that's a really good solution. And software gives us that capability because it's something that works 24-7, 365, it's all there. And we can be expecting more out of our accounting software than what we're getting using traditional applications. So this idea of prop, process and resource, operation planning, and more, uh, and really what we're talking about this is that we are talking about uh, software that will allow you to do that time travel. It'll allow you to be able to get more productivity because it does more than what you'll get out of a traditional accounting package. Okay. And um, let's go ahead and take a look at this in comparison to where we see traditional like QuickBooks solutions and uh, derivatives like that. I mean, they're really kind of small entry level solutions at that small end and introductory level of that uh, product. But I mean, if you're a small business, I mean, your needs are going to be growing and you're going to need more features and functions coming out of this. And so uh, that prop level really kind of addresses that entry above the entry level, but below kind of a mid-size SMB, a small, medium-sized business. It's for those in-between companies, which make up a vast majority of U.S. enterprise that need more than, again, just simple general ledger accounts receivable. You need software that allows you to be effective and efficient and grow um, and does more for you, frankly. So prop solutions are kind of like a middle of a road. They are where you need more features and functions than what you're going to get out of a standard, simple, uh, entry level accounting solution, but you're really maybe not at the point where an, a full blown enterprise resource planning and ERP solution is going to be a good fit for you. The jump is pretty dramatic. I mean, you know, the difference between, let's say, like somebody using standard QuickBooks to moving up to like a Dynamics 365 or an Acumatic or, or an Oracle or an SAP, I mean, it's like night and day difference. And it's a jump not only in feature and, and function, but also, frankly, in respect to price. I mean, the, the price can be pretty dramatic. Uh, and with prop solutions, you're going to get way more functionality than you need. Uh, or that you're currently used to using, but at a price point that's still going to be affordable for you. So I personally think prop solutions are a great middle-of-the-road option uh, at a great price point for growing businesses. And this is something that if you're expecting growth in the next couple of years, I definitely think it is something that uh, you can benefit from. Now, in terms of price for accounting suite, and then we're going to dive in and look at those features here in a, in a minute, uh, let's talk about what you can get out of this package, okay? So the good news is accounting suite is remarkably affordable for all size organizations, and it's not out of line, and in fact, more affordable than other major accounting packages that are out there. Uh, the price starts at $20 per month for their startup plan. With this, you get one user, you get access to the bank banking features, the accounting features, project and time management, reports, uh, and then you can go up from there. You can always upgrade when you're using the accounting suite uh, platform. So from the startup feature and kind of moving from the left to the right here, uh, I think where most businesses are going to end up is either in the business plan or in the professional plan. Okay. And at the business plan, you get all the features that you would expect from the start that you get from the startup edition, plus the ability to do sales purchases and, and track sales tax. And at the professional at 55 per month, uh, you also get the ability to access the inventory 
features okay i'm also going to point out too as you go up in the feature set here notice the number of users goes up okay with the startup it's good for one user if you're a simple schedule c taxpayer maybe selling some things on etsy or ebay great you're not going to have to break the bank to get started but as your business grows you're going to need more people more feature more function well you can be able to get those features and functions again without having to triple quadruple the price point so at the professional level, even at 55 per month, it's still more affordable than what you'll see with most other solutions, uh, specifically the Intuit products, and a lot more feature and bang for your buck. At 129, which is a can be considered a pretty big price point, you get all the features of the professional edition with one additional feature here, which is that e-commerce, but it also doubles the number of users. And that's where it caps out. So, I mean, there's not a lot of hidden fees. The only other fee that I'm familiar with would be if you wanted to use payroll. But to be frank, you would always be paying separately for payroll to begin with. Now, for the professional accountants that are in the room, okay? So, CPAs, public practitioners, bookkeepers, uh, people who do accounting for a living and they do it for other businesses. One of the things that you should be familiar with is the year accounting rockstar program, which I got to say is the coolest name out of all of the cloud-based accounting solutions that are out there, like their programs. I love the fact it's called the rockstar, maybe because I'm a, a music fan at heart. And for the accounting rockstar program, this is a program that is designed to specifically meet the needs of you, you know, the financial professional. It's something that you can get. And there's benefit um, that you get by joining this particular program. Uh, first and foremost is their training and their certification program. Um, if you go through the accounting uh, rockstar program, you're going to learn how to use this application at a very, very deep and uh, useful level, which I think will be really uh, good for you for being able to learn how to use this application in a meaningful way. Okay, so um, knowing how to use it is beyond just kind of reading the documentation, but having access to demo accounts, uh, video programs, and more to really kind of not only use this tool, but use it really, really effectively. Uh, they've got their portal for rock stars. This is a, this is a advertising portal in, in a lot of respects where uh, the fact that you've gone through the program will get listed and other people can find you to solicit your services to work in their companies. You get access to a dedicated touch person within accounting suite for your help. Uh, their team and support team is 100% human, so you're not dealing with AI or, or a bot, okay? And they also offer CPE credits with their accounting webinars. They're always releasing new features and functions, and if you use their tool, you can also get CPE credits on learning how to use it effectively. Now, some other exclusive tools within the Accounting Rockstar program. So if you sign up and you're working with them, they have some additional capabilities that make it uh, even better for you. These are additional features or functions inside of the application. So they have access to a write-up program. This gives you access to quick entry, journal entries, chart of accounts, subcounts, and more. So you can use this to do accounting after the fact for your clients if you need to do that. They've got their startup package, okay? Uh, this gives you additional tracking capabilities for projects, jobs, and more. Uh, they've got business tools. This gives you access to cloud banking, downloads, sales tax payments, and more. Uh, they're professional tools for check writing, processing monthly reports, uh, and they also have their e-commerce, okay? And so these are the different features that you're going to get uh, with inside of each of these 
uh, levels of the solution, you know, so, uh, at each level of the platform, you're going to see additional features and functions if you're part of their rockstar program, which is pretty cool. So, you know, if you go all the way on the high end at the e-commerce level, you know, you get this additional sales tax reports, vendor 1099 payments, trial balances, and more. So, um, pretty cool in terms of, of some of the additional features and functions that come as part of going through their training and being listed as a rock star. Well, let's go ahead and go hands on with accounting suite. And we're going to walk through the solution here and take a look at some of the major uh, features of what you can do with this application. I'm first going to familiarize you with where and how you can get started. We'll take a look at their website here. And then after we take a look at the general website, we will uh, take a look at the general ledger specific capabilities, looking at the accounting stuff in directly. Uh, we're going to take a look at the accounts receivable. So sales side of this, what does it look to process invoices, manage AR? Uh, what does it look on the payable side in terms of paying people uh, and tracking our vendors? And also throughout this, taking a look at reporting. Now, Within the accounting section and for our general ledger, there's lots of features and functions that you would come to expect for your GL. Uh, standard accounting here, I mean, we're not reinventing the wheel. Uh, so it's been good for the last several hundred years. It should be good for several thousand years going forward. Our double entry accounting system, super present. Uh, we've got a robust journaling system for our sales, our purchases, our cash payments, and more. And we've got a really robust journaling system where we can take and create modification entries to keep, get our books and records exactly where we need them to be. So without further ado, let's go ahead and take a look at accounting suite and some of the features that we can come to expect from their website and what it looks like to get started uh, with using their tools. Alrighty. So switching over here, if you're looking to get started, accountingsuite.com is going to be the main site. And from this main site, you can learn everything you might need to know about this particular product. And you could review the main features and compelling regions uh, to consider this. Uh, so they've got documentation on how every feature works. Uh, you know, about their inventory products, about their timekeeping, about their, you know, general ledger capabilities. Uh, they're really forefront and, and, and out there with respect to the major products and services that they integrate with. Uh, so they offer Gusto payroll services, bill.com integration for management of your accounts payable, Zoho, if you happen to be using Zoho for your CRM, as well as maybe some of your email, document management, Zoho expense, and more. Uh, they even offer Zapier or Zapier, depending on how you'd like to say it, integration for um, what we will call integration platform as a service. Okay, Zapier is what we refer to as a push-pull integration tool, uh, sometimes referred to as a trigger and action workflow tool where something happens and go do something somewhere else. Uh, so what's kind of cool with Zapier is that you could use this uh, to trigger workflow in other products, you know? So, Hey, something happens in accounting suite. I've added a, uh, an invoice. I've created a new customer. I have paid a bill, something like that. Zapier, uh, without really kind of any work on yours can see that that has occurred and will then do an associated workflow. So it could be, Hey, Steve created a new customer inside of accounting suite. 
go create that customer maybe in another solution. You know, his uh, customer relationship management, his customer uh, support portal, and more. But their website's really robust. You can learn a lot about essentially how this tool is being used and who is using it. Okay. And their Rockstar program, I'll point out right here, smack dab right in the middle of their navigation. Find an advisor. And uh, this will take you over here to the rockstar.accountingsuite.com where you can go and you can find a Rockstar in your particular area, anywhere in the world. Okay. So here are some different ones that are listed. We can see from Vermont to California and probably everywhere in between. These are the Rockstars that are working with Accounting Suite to make this product really shine for their uh, customers and for their clients. So I just wanted to make you familiar with it. If you're looking to get started with that Rockstar program, up here, upper right, there is a button that will take you over and this is where you can sign up. And if you're looking to get started with Accounting Suite, just over here in the navigation, there'll be an option uh, where you can explore the pricing and you can pick the plan that works for you and get started and signed up with this solution. Okay, now we already have our account, so there's no need to set up here. But again, just want to draw your attention to where and how you can do this sign up. Okay, so here are those different plans that are listed. And the different features and functions that you can expect at every level of the plan. Now, we already have this going, so let's switch over to our demo. And this is Accounting Suites. Uh, main user interface. So this would be what you would come to expect with respect to uh, how you would get going for um, setting up a a company and being able to actually use this effectively. Okay, so this is our homepage view, and I kind of like this because it breaks the different power uh, powerful features up into their own groups, so you can logically see how everything is presented. Here's everything around sales. Here's everything around accounting. Here's everything around purchases, and we can kind of see the flow of how things come in. So purchase orders turn into bills, or sales quotes turn into sales orders, into invoices, which ultimately flows into what? Both of these they flow into the accounting and banking section. So we could see the different. We could see the different components of this uh, as they come together. Uh, and this logically gives us a flow inside of our company. It'll give us a flow that we can understand where and how. And so I find this to be this type of approach to be pretty approachable for most clients, especially clients that aren't as familiar uh, with accounting, that don't have a lot of, um, let's say, formalized accounting training. You know, your restaurateurs, your uh, manufacturers, you know, they might be really good at making food or they might be really good at, you know, buying and selling widgets or something like that, but maybe they're just not as familiar with respect to how to uh, formalize their accounting uh, practices. Okay, so that's what you can kind of come to expect. Up here within the dashboard, uh, I want to draw your attention to a couple of links. So you'll see here we've got our workflow link, we've got our dashboard and our bank. Uh, if we click these, there's different views that we can cut to. So uh, this is our dashboard view, which is going to show us our sales, our expenses, our profit loss. So in a nutshell, we can essentially see the major questions that I think a lot of business owners would have. How much money have I made? What is it uh, costing? What's our profit and loss for a particular period? And at any point, you can actually click this little guy right here where the date is listed. And you could choose a specific period. And you can also choose variable periods too, like uh, year to date, this month, last year. 
so on and so forth. And over here on the bank side of this, you can actually see and look at some of the uh, banking components, you know, of what your deposits, what your payments are in recent bank transactions. Now I am in a demo account here. So unfortunately this isn't live, but if we kick over here to our connect account, uh, this would give us the opportunity where we can actually connect this and, um, bring up, you know, our transactions from Wells Fargo, or we could bring up our transactions from bank of America, uh, or wherever else we happen to have bank or bank accounts. Okay. Let's come back over here and take a look at our workflow section. And let's go ahead and take a look right here at our general ledger capabilities. Okay. Now the general ledger capabilities on this, let's go ahead and click over here. This is what that particular screen looks like. Okay. So your general ledger is, is the root of pretty much everything in accounting, right? I mean, everything ultimately will flow back to that general ledger. And this is going to show us, uh, both, you know, the type of transactions, the accounts that things were posted into, uh, the date that those transactions are, the debits, the credits, and more. Uh, and while this might look Spartan compared to other particular applications, as a sale, as an accounting professional, I actually really like this because it's allowing me to focus on the stuff that is important. You know, and so from this general gen, general ledger view, I can get to any other aspect of the accounting system that I would need, but it's exactly the functionality and the way I want to receive it. Now, let's go ahead and take a look at how we can customize some of the look and feel of the general ledger that I want to bring your attention to. Okay. Now, I'm kind of jumping around here a little bit. But uh, the view of this is the same whether we're working with the general ledger or we're working with uh, uh, invoicing or we're working with vendor payments and more. You know, it's all kind of relatively set up the same. So it looks and feels and acts uh, the same regardless of what solution, what aspect of the solution you're in. Okay. So from our general ledger screen here, our main navigation is going to be listed up here on the top. It's all one in, in one general place. And a couple of things that you should be familiar with. You've got your arrows, so you can go back and forth if you happen to be navigating across a couple of different screens. Uh, we've got this little add to favorites, which is one of my personal favorite things about this solution. So specific reports, features of the report, and more. I can go ahead and give them a star, and it'll pop up in my favorite section. So I can easily go and grab that from my quick menu and other aspects of the accounting packages more. And I even have up here in the upper right, this little star as well. And if I click that little guy, uh, this is going to be where I would see my favorites. So I can access it a couple of different ways uh, here. Uh, the quick menu is a little bit more curated. It's, it's going to show us the stuff that, that is most commonly used in the application. Uh, but for the stuff that I'm using regularly, if I just star that screen, it'll pop up in my favorites section. Okay. Now, another way that you can easily navigate something is on the far right, you'll notice there is a link looking icon as well as these little three dots and the X. Okay. Whoops. Let's go back to that. Excuse me. Give me one second, folks. There we go. Sorry about that. Not exactly sure what happened there. Let's go ahead and back to this. Okay. So, uh, 
that little link looking icon, if we click that guy, what this is going to allow us to do is to create a link to any aspect of the application. Now, a couple of different types, we can create an internal link as we will see this listed right here. Okay, we can also click this external link and this will give us to a specific page inside the application, a specific uh, view will give us a link directly to that. So I can then go ahead and I can um, share that with other people inside of my company so they can easily get to where they need to be. Now, inside of the three menu, uh, three dots here, this always indicates a submenu. This is going to be where I can, uh, for example, cut, copy, and paste between different things. I can adjust how the look and feel of the actual windows as well as the scale for this. So, for example, if I wanted to, uh, which is kind of nice, if I wanted to look at my general ledger next to my bank ledger, uh, I could do so either horizontally or vertically. Okay, so we'll go ahead and click our bank register here. And now I've got this screen split and two. Um, so, and you'll notice they're actually split in two and they'll have them next to each other. If we come back up top, you'll notice that the, um, every time we open a screen, it creates a new tab. And so we can uh, split those different tabs next to each other. And when we, we split them, we can then organize that look and feel very, very, very well. Okay. So if we don't want that, though, we can always come back and just go ahead and select show separately, and it'll go ahead and separate those two items. Okay, so that's how we can customize the look and feel of this. And if we come over here to our general journal and a couple of other specific items that we should be familiar with, okay, uh, we can export this. We'll talk about that here in a moment. We can also click this little refresh button to get the latest version because in again accounting suite like most SaaS applications can have multiple people working in it concurrently uh, this will give us the ability to be able to pull down any new transactions that might have been listed now we can come over here to our settings we can choose customize form and from this we can be able to uh, modify how this particular screen looks and we can change everything that we might want to see here. So we can adjust, for example, and resort and reorder. Uh, maybe, for example, we want to put our date so it's the first column. We can adjust that. Maybe we want to add, for example, the line item. Okay, or maybe we want to add a memo line as well. And for each of these, a tremendous amount of control with respect to how it's called, whether or not the title is included, how it's formatted, the width, uh, whether or not we want to just let the standard default um, options be present or if we want to customize that as well uh, we can even create groups and we can organize uh, the specific columns so that it makes sense to us so you get a lot of, of features and functions and customization to make this really shine for your organization okay if we hit okay here we can see certainly now our document date is correct and we can see the document type listed as well okay now we could always get and drill down to whatever type of um, period, whatever type of type of transaction we can search uh, inside of this pretty easily. So under our more actions, some of the specifics in terms of being able to um, find things as well as filter or set our period, uh, those are going to be listed in here as well. Okay. And I actually really like 
the way they do their their uh, selected period, this kind of like standard screen for selecting like when to start and, and uh, stop. Um, a lot of other applications they make is really complicated in terms of being able to like get down. I'm going to go ahead and select here to remember this period. They make it kind of compl- complicated because you might have to choose and go through multiple submenus to select the period. But I really do like how they've handled the dates on this. Okay, we can even search for something. So if we wanted to, let's just say, for example, I wanted to find everything for Johnny. There we go. We'll choose Johnny Rockers. Okay, and if we had some additional um, uh, search criteria, we could just plop it in here and it'll easily find that transaction. All right, so we could filter down pretty easily. Now, if we click into one of these, let's go ahead and take a look at what it looks like to bring up another screen. So we can just go ahead and at any point click into one of these transactions, or we can select under more options, more actions edit, and it will bring up that specific transaction. So we've got this new invoice popped up here. We're gonna talk about invoicing here in a minute so you can get a sense of what this looks and how it functions. But just as you would expect with any GL package, you can easily get in and get to the drill down of what you're looking to go to. So in this case, to run the GL, boom, I'm right into that one feature or function that I needed. Okay, so that's our general ledger capabilities. They call it their general journal capabilities. Uh, let's take a look at some of the other capabilities that you can do within this application. Okay, so if we plop up here to our quick menu and from our quick menu, uh, this is going to be, again, where we can access our most commonly used features of the platform. And again, we can also star the stuff that we're most commonly using. Okay. Now, the next feature I wanted to show you is the general journal feature. This is a really nice, easy solution for creating journal entries inside your, your accounting package. Okay. So let's say I want to make a journal entry and, and we're going to go ahead and put it to uh, December 31st of 2019, which is the accounting period uh, this particular demo file is in. Uh, I like the fact that I can just easily pick the date. I like the fact that it's going to auto-generate my my uh, journal number. I've never really understood why in QuickBooks you have to give it a general uh, journal entry number. I like when it just auto-increments those for me. We can indicate whether it's adjusting. We can also indicate whether it's a reconciliation. And there's a whole separate tab uh, right here for a memo. So if I want to write some additional information, um, I can go ahead and just write that in here. Okay, so here's our depreciation expense for the year. And if we click down here to add, we can start to do and write in our uh, journal entry. So let's just say we're going to recognize 500 bucks. Okay. Uh, we could support, there's multiple companies. So like if we wanted to, we can allocate this to a specific company within the system or a specific project or a specific class, uh, inside of this, uh, solution, it supports the ability to kind of be able to allocate at a very, very deep level, uh, multiple different types of, um, let's call them sub ledgers within the solution. So it could be a company, it could be a class, uh, it could also be a project too. 
So we're just not going to put that here. We're just going to put 500 of depreciation. And then we're going to go ahead and uh, accumulated depreciation. And we're just going to go ahead and do our accumulated depreciation here. And we'll do the appropriate. All right. And we'll just go ahead. And if we wanted to put line item detail, we could. All right. Once we're happy with this, we can just go ahead and select save and close. We could also attach something. So if we had for our fixed asset solution, if we had, for example, you know, maybe something calculating what that particular expense, we could add it. Okay. Now that's how you handle journal entries. I think that is remarkably simple, easy to use. Uh, and that's just something I really like the fact that it's snappy, it's easy to use, easy to get to, not a lot of extra screens. And as a professional, I think this particular solution is great because it keeps, it doesn't get in the way of the user being able to work. Now, if we click up here next to our favorites icon, let me zoom in so you can see that. Notice there's a little hourglass with a, a line around it. And if we click that little guy, and if, once that pops up here, uh, we'll be able to see all of our recent transactions, which is pretty nifty as well. Uh, so if we need to go back to that particular journal entry, okay, or maybe we did this entry a while ago, we can go ahead and we can search transaction line through transaction line and find that particular entry, okay? So pretty cool. Now, all the standard stuff that you would come to expect out of your accounting package, it's here. Uh, you know, your journal entries, your general journal, the chart of accounts is fairly simple and robust. Uh, you can set up all different types of accounts and classifications of accounts. So, for example, we can uh, come over here and easily within our chart of accounts create a new account listed. So we can give it a name, we can go ahead and give it an account type. Sub accounts are listed as well. So if we wanted to uh, create as I normally would do, uh, where I would create, for example, a standard account for auto and truck, but then also have, for example, a sub account based off of that for insurance, fuel purchases, repairs and maintenance, so on and so forth. Uh, we can kind of set up that level of specificity inside of the solution. And we can also come back and edit these things too. So, you know, if we need to come back and change, you know, the, the name, the account type, we can uh, specify, for example, where in the cash flow statement it is. We can specify how it should be accounted for for the tax return. So if we're doing an 1120, a 1065, when we produce a income statement for tax purposes, it will be present as well. And we can also indicate whether or not this account should be active or not. Um, you know, Within the solution, there's this idea of what we would call a logical delete, uh, meaning the data never really goes away. It just is hidden from view. And if we indicate that this is inactive, it won't pop up anywhere throughout the application, but we don't lose that, that data. It's still there, so it's not going to affect and cause our books to be out of balance. And I just think, again, this is really simple. It gives me the information that I need in a really good format um, without a lot of additional Chrome around the application. So it's easy to work with. Okay, so um, the last thing I'll point out here is going to be the additional items for your like um, reporting. 
Okay, and we're going to talk about that here in a moment. Uh, you have lots of options when it comes to the GL reporting for this. In fact, there's a whole separate menu item called reports, uh, which we're going to take a look at here now uh, because reporting is such an integral component of that application. And before we take a look at reporting, though, why don't we go ahead and have a review question for today? All righty. So our first review question here. What, which are not the main purposes of the general journal? Okay, so that general journal that we were looking at here, that, that central integral component of uh, counting suite, what are not some of the main purposes of that general journal? Okay, uh, is it a master ledger of all transactions? You betcha it is. Is it a master ledger of all journal entries? You betcha it is. Is it a listing of all cloud banking transactions? No, it is not. Uh, you could still access the cloud banking transactions, but they need to be added to the GL first. So it's not necessarily a listing of all cloud banking transactions. You have that flexibility to either accept it or not. Uh, and nor is it a roster of your employees. So the correct answer here is it's not a listing of all your cloud banking transactions, nor is it a roster of your employees. It's the heartbeat of the application and it's where all of the financial transactions will ultimately end up. All righty. Now, in our next section, let's go ahead and talk through some of the reporting capabilities of this platform. Uh, and frankly, the reporting capabilities are pretty good. They're robust. You can get the data out in the format that you want to get it out of uh, easily, quickly. You can do it on demand. You can do it uh, in a variety of ways on schedule. Uh, you can pull it out in whatever format. So PDF, portable document format, Excel, comma separated values, the CSV file, and more. And there are a lot of different styles of reports from the solution. There's reports for PL, income statement. Uh, there's reports for tax calculation purposes. There are reports for management of inventory. We're going to discuss inventory in a, in a more detailed uh, walkthrough in the future. Uh, and they even have dashboards to help you understand where your business is going. So I think this is pretty nice uh, because, I mean, frankly, accounting is reporting. Reporting is accounting. Uh, it's a method of being able to collect and organize information uh, so that you can easily make decisions. And if you can't get data out, well, what use is that particular application to you? Okay, you need to always be able to extrapolate that information and be able to learn from that information, create actionable intelligence from that information. Well, that is really going to come from uh, the reporting aspects of your solution. Alrighty, let's go ahead and take a look at some of the reporting capabilities that you can expect. Okay, so we're going to start here again from our home screen. And in this particular way, I'm going to show you reporting from a couple of different aspects. Uh, I'm going to show you reporting within like the general ledger, and then I'm going to show you the reports specific uh, section of the application. But let's go ahead and come back first into our GL. And why don't we just go ahead and clear our filters and just bring up everything. And I want to show you that throughout the application, you'll have this option here that says export list. Okay. This export list allows you to be able to take data out of the system. So whether you're on a invoice, you're on a PO, you're in the GL, 
okay you can take whatever view you're currently in and you could choose to export it and you can do it conditionally uh, so i can pick the columns that are currently present i can only export certain rows so if i selected this option here only the rows that i've currently got highlighted would be bought out and then we could choose whatever columns we'd like listed okay and so uh we can go ahead and click okay here and it's going to pop up and it's in this case going to give us a sample of what this report looks like so in this particular case what we're seeing here is just a simple pdf uh, but we don't actually have to take it out in pdf we can take it out in other formats as well but it's going to give you a uh, preview before you actually hit export and get that data out so if we're not happy with how this report looks we can click the page setup here we can adjust we give lots of features so we can maybe uh, for example put this in the landscape black and white i want to go ahead and fit to width we'll click ok and it will give us the option now for a report that is more um, to our liking we can zoom in as well if we need to get a little bit more granular okay now before we uh, do this we could either print this like we would normally print anything okay but we have other options too we can either click the send button to send this report by email okay and we can also choose to instead click export and pull this report down so we could choose to pull it down in one or multiple reports if needed so if i wanted to pull this down in pdf format and i also wanted to pull it down in excel format or maybe even heck word format we can go ahead and click save here and it will pull down those reports in that particular format uh, that we've chosen okay there we go. It's going to ask, do we want to download multiple files? We'll click OK. And there you go. You've got those additional versions uh, ready to go. Okay, now we can also choose our template option here. And throughout, depending on where we're in the application, we can either create a template from this or we can update an existing template if needed. So anywhere in the application, you can go ahead and you could pull out uh, reports easily by just clicking this export list and pulling the data out that way. Now, there's also, if we come over here to our report section, there are also specific report types. All of our compliance-based reporting are going to be present. So, for example, our budgets, our uh, income statements, our cash flow, our income statements, and more are going to be listed here. Uh, so if we want to go, for example, and run a comparative financial statement, maybe comparing one year to the next, or we want to compare uh, one month, so on and so forth, we can go ahead and do so. And they've got really nice comparative uh, presets. So like this month compared to last month, this quarter, last quarter, so on and so forth. And we can also go ahead and just pick a day too. So we're picking a financial of a balance sheet. Let's pick it as of 1231 of December. All right, we're going to go ahead and click run report here. And here is our, here is our 2019 balance sheet. We can click this little arrow and for example, we can go ahead and pick a different period if we wanted to. We can also specify, um, what we want to compare it against. So in this period, let's go ahead and compare the prior years and let's do the prior two. Alrighty, and we'll go ahead and run this report again. There you go. 
And here are your comparisons of 2019 to 2018. At any point, again, you could go ahead and export this out if you want to take it and print it and review it that way. We can also modify the header and footer to this. So if we wanted to uh, make this uh, specific, maybe we need to throw in a little statement saying, you know, for internal use only, management review, so on and so forth. Uh, we can click our save settings here so that I can easily recall these settings the next time I choose to go print uh, and run this report. So we get lots of flexibility over how this is going to be calculated. Okay. Uh, we can choose to include zeros or not zeros if need be as well. We can change the manner of accounting. So if we want to change this from cash basis to accrual basis or vice versa, we can go ahead and do so. So all your standard um, accounting Compliance-based reports are going to be listed, your income statement, your uh, balance sheet. You can pull up, for example, your vendors who should be issued a 1099 for a particular period. Uh, so if we want to go ahead and pull, you know, for a specific tax year, let's grab our 2019. Okay. And we want to indicate and see, I'm not sure if there will be any here, but we would see a, an exact listing, which we can hand off maybe to the accountant to go prepare those 1099s for us. Now, other types of reports that we would see here are also some uh, dashboard reports. We've got our business pulse report. We've also got our universal report as well. Uh, and what these reports do is that they will give us very similar to kind of like our home screen will give us a nice overview of what's going on in the business is a, like a one pager. Hey, what are our sales? What are our expenses? Uh, and they're really kind of intended to give you that easy 10,000 foot snapshot of what the heck is going on in that company. So we can go ahead and we can grab uh, that and print it off and hand it off to our executive team. And they'll have exactly the information they need to uh, run the business. There are also specific reports for like accounts receivable or accounts uh, payable. We can look at reports by customer, by customer representative, sales by uh, any number of characteristics uh, to help us really kind of understand what is going on in our business. So let's take a look at an AR aging report here. So we're going to choose it uh, for, let's just go ahead and choose it for the year 2019. And let's go ahead and run our report here. Give it a second. Okay, and when that populates here, we'll see our AR aging. Yes, okay. So we can see here, and it even issued us a nice little, uh, a nice little uh, notification that our report is done. Uh, we can see our aging by time. So the reporting out of this is really nice, easy to use, easy to understand, and you won't have any problem getting your data out in whatever format you choose. In saying that, why don't we go ahead and have a review question on exporting and what that looks like to get our data out. Alrighty, our next review question. What report export formats uh, are available for accounting suite? Okay, is it a portable document format? You betcha, PDF, not a problem. Is it Excel? Absolutely, you can go ahead and pull that out in both XLSX as well as uh, XLS format. So if you happen to have some older devices that only use that older format, you can do that. And my personal favorite, you can always pull stuff out in CSV. So the correct answer here is all of the above. Now, 
Other critical standard functionality inside of the application are going to be AR and AP. And the good news is this works exactly the way that you think it should work uh, and is present all throughout the application as well and easy to get to. Let's go ahead and take a look at the AR and AP functionality. So for AR, uh, we can do all the standard business functions that we would normally expect. We can issue invoices to our clients and customers. They have a variety of different options to pay with. Okay. Uh, we can customize the invoices and the reports to meet the specific requirements of our company. Uh, we can manage our contacts within our clients. So we can have billing contacts and be able to easily update that information if our clients' records change. Uh, we have a variety of, of ways of being able to judge success and performance uh, with the AR analytics package. Now on the AP side of this, we can pay people through EFT and support EFT transactions. Uh, we can process the invoices that we receive from our different vendors. We can manage our vendors effectively. We can also 1099 them as well as run a variety of reports to see who we are. Let's take a look at our AR and AP capability. Okay, coming back to our standard dashboard view. Okay, and we're gonna access our AR and AP to the left and to the right of our general ledger from our dashboard view. Okay, so let's take a look at our AR first and let's specifically go take a look at our invoicing. So we click the little invoice button. When this pops up, this is gonna show us a listing of our invoices for a particular period. We can see the status of what's been open, what's been paid, what's been, and where we stand at any given time with our customers. So let's go take a look at our Johnny Rockers invoice. We'll double click it. And in doing so, it's going to pop up and show us the view of that invoice. From here, we can see the invoice date. We can see the period date. In this particular case, it's net 30. So it's going to automatically increment this invoice 30 days out. Uh, we can indicate a salesperson. We can indicate uh, the shipment date for that particular item. So depending on what our shipping terms are and revenue recognition rules are, it will follow that accordingly. And down here, we're going to see, and I like this kind of like in like this simple, simple text line here that'll show us what is a cost to a particular invoice and what is the associated margin. Uh, so this particular case, you know, these things are pretty much nothing um, because they are just uh, services based. So our margin in this case is pretty much 100%. Pretty cool. Okay. Now, in terms of the invoice, you've got your invoice, which is going to contain the macro information, and then we've got our uh, invoice line items. We can add additional line items to something, and this is going to search through our sales uh, inventory as well as our services inventory. So we can start to write out or start to look. Um, and inventory is one of the strongest capabilities of this application, and we're going to take a look at that in a in a in a separate episode. But here, I mean, you can find and add whatever you might need to this particular invoice. Um, so if we wanted to find more services, maybe we're doing some repair services, we just start to type out repair. Okay, and we're gonna go ahead and add our drum kit repair kit here, and we'll see that pop up automatically. Okay, we can see that we can invoice them maybe for one, and the price for this is maybe a hundred bucks. Okay, 
we'll see that pop up automatically for us. Okay. Now I need to work out my cost information to get that populating correctly. But uh, once that's done, we'll even see our margin and everything populate here. Down at the bottom, we got our totals. We can choose to mark this up. We can either discount it by percentage or dollars off. You know, so maybe I want to give them a $50, $50 off uh, coupon. Okay. And then we'll see once we update this, we'll see that that action is saved. And we'll see that that uh, invoice is now updated within the system itself. Let's go ahead and bring that back up here. And let's go up and bring a different one up. And let's take a look at what it looks like to export a invoice out of the system. Okay, so uh, up along the top here, we have the option where we can <clears throat> either generate a cash receipt, generate a credit memo, we can email so if we want to invoice and then send this, we can go ahead and send an invoice out. We can also click this print and we can go ahead and print a, let's grab our services invoice and we can go ahead and print. Now we can also attach something to this as well. So if we wanted to attach uh, maybe the work notes or, or uh, maybe we had a special order, we received the, you know, kind of the, and we're just building them back, we can attach that special order uh, from our vendor to the invoice to the customer so they can see that listed here. So here's our, our invoice, very clean, easy to read, easy to understand, generates out in PDF. We can go ahead and click this and send this to the customer in whatever format they might need. And all we have to do is just plop in their, uh, their email address and, or if it is on account, we could use that as well. And we will send that invoice off to the customer. Alrighty, so in, and here is that invoice screen, uh, invoice, email invoice screen. Uh, so we can add multiple people to this invoice. We can choose the email address uh, that it should be coming from. We can add a nice little subject here. So, I mean, it does give us some really nice capabilities to, some really nice capabilities to be able to uh, uh, send this to our customers. All right, last thing we're going to take a look at here is going to be our AP side of this. So from our homepage on the far right side, this is going to be where we can either enter in a purchase order or a bill. And it looks remarkably like the invoice section uh, with a nice summary listing of what our invoices are. Uh, in this case, these are invoices that we would need to pay. So when we create a bill, we can go ahead and select new or we can open an existing one and modify it. Uh, we plop in our vendor so we can just pick whatever vendor we would like and we put in the terms uh, that we would let's just say it is guitar center so we're going to select that particular invoice net 30 okay here's the date for this here's the bill number and we would just put in the particular items that we received so maybe from uh from guitar center we got this bridge reset as an example here well, we got that and we can put in what we were billed, what the cost and it's going to, uh, what's nice about this is that if it's something involving inventory, it's going to do the appropriate actions in the inventory system, uh, for us. But this would be how we would bill something. If it's a services, you could just put in the amount and you just put in the base, uh, option there for whatever that, uh, service would be. And again, it's going to charge the correct income statement account uh, for it. Now, other options in both of these 
uh, sections, both sales and purchases are going to be on the left-hand side. And other things that you would come to expect for AP, you know, this is going to be where you can apply vendor credits. This is where you can process refunds, drop shipments. You can access common reports for accounts payable. So the aging, purchases uh, by vendor or items, so you can get a sense of how often you're buying things. This is going to be where you can grab a, a simple list of your vendors that you work with. Okay, and update and modify the specifics. So if we want to come into a specific vendor and change the address, the date uh, for that particular uh, vendor, we can do so and easily. Uh, likewise with our customers, it looks identical to this. Uh, we just click the name of the customer, if it's a customer, vendor, if it's a vendor, and we are presented with the details for that particular uh, vendor. And we can always update and come in here and change again, like the address or contacts. We can adjust the financials, like the standard sales account, ARAP account. We can indicate whether or not they should receive a 1099, how they pay us or how we pay them, what projects are associated with, and more. So overall, I got to say, Accounting Suite has done a really, really kind of good job just in its base accounting features. And this doesn't even start to include some of the prop features and functions uh, and some of the more advanced features, which in my opinion are like inventory consolidation that you can get with this application. But unfortunately, uh, we're going to have to save those for our next episode. So we've reached the end of our podcast for today. Why don't we go ahead and finish with a review question and then we'll get you on the way. Now I started today with a discussion of prop accounting and if you remember, prop accounting is for the organizations that need more than just the basic level accounting system, but maybe not as much as that you would see in a uh, full-blown ERP, big, big, big solution. Okay. So what is a prop application? Does it assist and help manage process, resources, or operations? Well, the answer here, no, and I'm sure you all know this at this point, is all of the above. Prop, prop solutions help manage the processes inside the business, the resources, and the operations, giving you a really easy solution to manage the 360 of that business. So what did we discuss today? Well, today we looked at Accounting Suite and their general ledger capabilities. Uh, we talked about some of the major standard accounting features, how to get to the GL, how to create accounts, how to issue an invoice, how to pay a cust uh, how a customer can pay us, how to pay a vendor, age those things appropriately, and more. We talked about some of the reporting capabilities of this tool, uh, specifically looking at how we can run reports inside of the individual uh, features of the application, as well as through the dedicated reporting section of the solution. Uh, and we talked a little bit about AP and AR and what those receivable and payable modules can do for your company. Next time, we are going to look at the prop features of Accounting Suite, specifically the processes, the resources, and the operation, and how it can help going beyond the traditional capabilities of accounting, and how a solution like this will help you be a time traveler, getting more effectiveness and efficiency out of your day than just a standard accounting package could do alone. All within one shop and under one roof. Now, as a reminder, if you're a financial professional and you would like CPE credit, guess what? You can go ahead and do so easily with CPE today. And you can earn credit for watching or listening to today's class. It's super simple. Head on over to cpetoday.com. Our course code is ASH1. Again, our course code is ASH1. 
when you find our class, you'll take five uh, short quiz with five questions, and you will earn a credit for watching or listening. And if you're a new time, new listener to the CPE Today podcast, thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate it. We're a growing company, and we appreciate uh, all of you coming and tuning in. How about you get a free credit on us? Use coupon code one free podcast at checkout, and you can get a course of your choosing. Maybe this course or anything else that you'd like. If you like our content and you'd like to support us, one of the best ways you can do so is to follow us on social media. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and more as CPE Today. We'd love for you to connect and leave us a message about what you think of our content or if you have any ideas about other courses we should be teaching. And you can always watch our show on your time, wherever you happen to get content, uh, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and more. You can find our show as CPE Today. It is always my pleasure being with you in the office. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed our presentation for today, and I look forward to seeing you the next time around. Take care.